0: In today's world, it is confusing and difficult to obtain the necessary things to ascend. I would like to share with you my inner circle and team, where we are all consciously ascending. Through health, wellness, nutrition, and financial means, there is no boundary or limit that my team can't achieve. Upgrade your network, upgrade your health, upgrade your finances. Healthy mind, healthy body, healthy soul. what's up guys welcome back to the ascension show so glad to have you on today hope you're having a great day so far this is roundtable number four i can't wait to have this conversation we're going to be talking about some pretty deep stuff so tune in for this awesome conversation we've got a first timer on the show today her name is nika um dylan's girlfriend and so yeah this is great uh nika will you give yourself a short introduction
1: Aloha everyone. Um, I'm Nika. It's always so weird to like introduce yourself. I'm like what, what to mention, but um always just I'm excited about community and just, you know, everyone living out their soul's purpose, including mine, and learning that and learning to embody that. And that's um what I got certified in as a uh soul purpose spiritual life coach recently. But I'm also a hairstylist, so I've been working with people really closely on that and just love having deep conversations with people, like holding space for them so that they can share, you know, who they they are and discover their magic and stuff. So I think I'm just excited to see what unfolds here, super spontaneously joining this podcast (laughs) like a minute ago.
0: (laughs) And I'm so grateful that you could have. So thank you for coming. Um, but that's really cool. So you're like really working closely with people, you're a people person, that's great. Um, I think I'm the same way. Like I have to work with people, I have to talk to somebody. Um, that's just my personality. Um, I, I I'm just very much a people person, like I have to be with people. Um, so great. Okay. So the topic today is trauma, and that's a very touchy subject for some people. Um, And so uh, I don't know about you guys but I'm going to be opening up today and we're going to talk about um, just exactly like what the trauma is in general, like how you overcame that, what what it did for you. Um, Most of trauma happens in your childhood and your adolescent years Um, and so we kind of want to take our experiences and put it out there so people can maybe apply it to them themselves and their personal experience. Like I want to, my goal, your goal might be different. but My intention is to um, put out my message here so that somebody else could hear it and be like, okay, I didn't think of it this way. And I'm thinking about this in a sucky way, but I can apply what Steven said and use that to reframe this in my mind to move forward. Um, so that's kind of the goal here. We're not going to be sappy and talk about how shitty it is. We're going to be talking about how, how much progress we can make, right? Um, <clears throat> so, like, for me, I think I'm very fortunate to have experienced, like, not, like, any crazy trauma like some people really have. Um, I'm It's fortunate, but everyone experiences trauma and everyone has an experience of trauma. Um, one thing that I can say personally is, like, my experience was kind of like is through insecurity and being left out and not being included and feeling like in some way, since I was different, that was wrong. And I didn't know why that was wrong. And I felt like I had to be someone that I wasn't in order to be accepted by people that I didn't feel like not were good enough for me, but that like something about me felt more special. Um, and so for years and years and years, I, I kind of hid that part of me, that different part of me and suppressed it. And it made me, it made me really insecure about who I was because I didn't express that version of myself. And so I carried that with me through my teenage years and I'm 20 now. So I'm talking like I'm 45, but I'm, I'm, I'm 20. So like with the way I grew out of that, is learning to love myself and learning to love my unique skills and my unique traits and learning that everyone is different in their own way and that your different qualities are actually gifts that were given to you and it's just for me it was a mental reframe that I had in my mind and I was like okay this is actually good and so I used that and I kind of looked at the bright side of things and it like all the, that time being insecure made me who I am today. And I've actually been able to work through it and understand that, 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 that version of Steven doesn't have to exist anymore. And I can make that version of Steven proud with the things that I'm doing today. So that's just my first take on, on the trauma to introduce it. So if, if Dylan, I, I feel like you you told me you're ready to share what's on your mind. Whoa.
2: I mean, not a whole lot, dude. I'm with you on everything you just said, um, including the part where like, relatively speaking, my trauma experiences weren't as bad as like, you know, some others, right? So, um, but things that I have experienced and overcame, well, uh, looking back on like it all, it does feel like a lot, but there's some things that I realized recently that I'll talk about that aren't like, it, it's not going to sound like a big deal, but it later on in life, like I'm approaching my thirties. So I'm a little bit older than you and it's weird to like understand it now at this point, but I, uh, well, the, what I'm talking about specifically is being lied to as a kid you know, and being lied to for the sake of protection, right? Like your parents will lie to you because they're ashamed of their own actions and they're not going to own up to what their mistakes are. And they're going to pretend like they're good role models and, and lie about their actions so that you don't partake or you don't, you know what I mean? So you have something positive to look up to. Do you know what I'm saying? yeah 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 and so like it was weird to like think about like i have a tendency to run from relationships i've been doing that my whole life you know and as soon as things get like if as soon as there's any ounce of feeling there i'm like peace out son you know i'm out of here and I never really understood that. I thought it was just I I hid it under like, oh, I'm just an adventurous person and I need to travel and I can't be tied down. You know, I always like come up with reasons for it and all the reasons were very true. But at the same time, I realized at a certain point that it was also that I was scared and I was running. Right. So like in particular, um, by the way, both my parents are like, absolutely wonderful people. So like this is has nothing to do with bringing them down or talking about their horrible sides. But, uh, you know, like you said, everyone's got trauma. So um, my mom used to lie to me all the time about her relationships and what a re- a good relationship should look like, versus what she was doing, you know, not to mention she was simultaneously going through, like, a brutal uh abusive divorce with my dad, you know? And so, like, I'm just a young boy witnessing all this, being treated like I'm stupid, like, as if I don't know what's going on, you know? But kids are not dumb. You can't lie to kids, man. <laughs> they feel things. They understand, you know? They just or they know better maybe they don't understand but they know the truth from a lie right even if they don't understand it in the moment they know something's off with what they're being told that's why they question religion and things like that right um but i was like always lied to about what should happen with a relationship and how it should go while watching the people telling me these things do the exact opposite right and so basically I, I had to like come face to face with that and be like, holy, like I am, I'm running and it's causing major problems because there's beautiful people in my life that want to be with me. And I'm literally treating them unfairly for the sake of avoiding this issue. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah. So anyway, that was something that came up recently, like within the last couple of years. And I've been just digging super deep into that, Um, just like mostly appreciating it for what it is and and being like, okay, that's a great lesson. Now I know how I'll treat my kids. Right. And because of all these, Yeah. So like because of all these experiences, like truth has become my highest value. And I think like, that is the hardest thing for people to deal with, like with me, people don't, I'm so eager to tell the truth, especially when it's hard, you know? And people are like, it's so uneasy for them, you know? But it's my highest value and I'm not gonna budge on that because it's, I realized that like, the truth literally will set you free. You know what I mean? If you're not telling the truth, you're hiding something you're living with that and the people that you're lying to, they're feeling that and living with that. And it's just, there is no win there. I don't care if it's under the guise of protection or, or whatever justification you have for it. It doesn't end up well in any circumstance, you know?
0: 100%. Um, and I think all those experiences that you have and that you carry with you and you learn about it, like, it makes you the person that you are in the traumatized state and then the person that you are out of that, you'll carry that with you for the rest of your life with all those like lessons that you took out of it. Like you said, like that's how you you're gonna treat your kids in that different way. <clears throat> so in a way that trauma was good because now you won't carry on that that characteristic into your next like lifeline.
2: Well, the way that I'm looking at it is like I'm not gonna be like, Ooh, I really fucked up and now I have to lie to my kids and pretend like it didn't happen and be like, this is how it should be. So this is what I'm doing kids, you know, and lie about it right in front of them. Instead, I'm going to be like, Hey, look, your dad fucked up. You know, this is what happened and this is how I'm going to fix it. And I'm not even going to necessarily talk to them about how I'm going to fix it as much as I'm going to show them. But I, the, I'm going to be brutally honest with my kids, like no matter what it is, dude, whatever, mistakes i make if it's if it needs to be confronted it will be in front of the kids and it'll be like you know your dad fucked up there will be no like you know this is the way it should be you know and like hiding all my skeletons in the closet it's simply going to be like yep i fucked up and you're going to watch me fix it and i'm going to do whatever it takes to make it right you know yeah well because man i'm just a big fan of like lately in my life it's so much about showing and not talking so that's the last thing i'll say about that right like with the kids especially in the future it's like no i'm just going to show them i don't need to preach to my kids they're going to know how their dad lives and it's going to be epic you know
0: yeah and that's what that's the experience that you took from your childhood which is great and i think you know it it happens every time for people um nika do you feel like you have anything you want to add to the conversation
1: yeah i just well i definitely resonated when you were saying a lot about what you were saying steven um just with i think i also didn't go through like big traumas and stuff but i think like there's those little t traumas and there's big t traumas but our nervous system sometimes like doesn't really filter both of those or like know what those are big those are small we kind of just like a lot of time go in fight or flight mode or like you know that natural protective instinct of survival mode and I've just been learning that you know like we operate five percent consciously and then 95 percent subconsciously and a lot of those things are like things that we were told like you were saying Dylan. and like you know we our parents are like nope this is like how you should think and but your truth like you know in your body is saying like no actually this is the truth but the people who are supposed to like being an authority and stuff are telling you like no think this way and so already you're we're already like you know bypassing things or ignoring certain signals in our bodies and our emotions and so we're not learning how to process things properly so a lot of times we're storing these traumas and these beliefs and then now our lives are mirrors of that right and so like I think as we're going through these next stages and seeking growth um, a lot of these traumas will come up to, and be exposed because we can't carry them anymore. They're just like being programmed within us. And um, I'm noticing a lot of that coming up as I'm working through just being a coach. Like, you know, like a lot of these people pleasing. I can't be a people pleaser and be a coach because, in, you know, I'm not helping people grow in that way. I'm just telling them what they want to hear and not what they need to hear. So mm. that's something that I needed to like really acknowledge and go through. And for me, like my little T trauma was just kind of like when I was younger, I was just like this vibrant kid, like ready to dance on the table, sing and like be like the star of the show or like dress however I wanted um, and be super expressive. And then just hearing like my family, I was the black sheep of the family as well, you know, like so hearing family be like, why are you so weird? Or like just kind of like those little things of like, whoa, like these people are supposed to love me. And. I'm not being accepted by this tribe and especially when you're in a phase when you're younger you know you can't really take care of yourself in that so it feels like you're like being abandoned by your your tribe and you need them to survive kind of thing so that takes a toll on your nervous system um so lately just learning how to regulate that through different mindfulness tools like breath work somatic like when I was younger I used to just Whenever I was sad, I would play music and dance and I'll be crying and moving through these emotions and I would just do that naturally. And then later on, like recently, I learned that there's somatic movement. So it's like mind-body coherent, so like learning awareness and those things. But so I think a lot of us are just carrying these traumas and being like, no, it's like it doesn't matter. People are going through more things, but we don't realize that it's like stopping us from being who we need to be um because we're just bypassing it you know we're hiding in shame and I think that's one of the biggest things that I'm learning too is like shame is such a dangerous thing because it pulls us away from our tribe because we're scared to ask for help or we're scared to like shine that light on that shadow because we're just hiding it in shame um so that's one of the other things that's been coming up with like these traumas and everything
0: yeah Yeah. wonderful so wise Dylan where did you find this wise woman (laughs) Uh, at a reggae show in Hawaii. Michael <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, everything that you said, I really resonate with. I think that's really cool how you naturally just dealt with your negative energy. I don't really want to say trauma, but we, you dealt with that, those emotions by dancing, like to excrete those emotions, <laughs> like crying while you're dancing, listening to music. That's, that's really good. There's thing, so much. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead.
2: I didn't mean to interrupt you, bro. Keep going. Okay.
0: Uh, right. I was just going to say one thing that came into my mind when I'm hearing both of you talk is like healing my, my inner child. Um, And so one time I was in the gym and I thought about, I had a knee surgery. I tore my ACL and had a whole process. And I thought about me having to go through that process, but like, like the middle school version of myself and that like the insecure low self-esteem left out picked on that version of Steven having to go through that would have crushed him and I thought about that and it like invigorated this flame in me to like destroy this workout and it was crazy and I was like I need to make that version of Steven proud and then like I felt myself like going to that version of Steven and like picking him up off the ground and like telling them like, it's okay, because like, I this is who I am now. And I like grew so much. And I'm like, I went through all these changes. And like that, it's like, we had to go through that for a reason. And like, we went through that. And it's okay, because like, like, you can look at me and be proud. And so I feel like that's a really important way to like, overcome your trauma. And there's the negativity that you're holding is like, becoming a version of yourself now and curating a version of yourself for the future that your younger version could be proud of, and that your younger version could look up to and to heal that part you want to be someone that that younger version of you could look at and be like oh my god like that's me and so that's what came to my mind when you guys were talking but um that's and that's another way that i really was able to heal this like negative energy from my childhood um, good
2: job man that's great yeah. thank you uh, i yeah, i so can I... resonate with that so deeply man because like Um, part of the thing that I like as a child, I had so many similar things as both of you. It seemed like I was the black sheep, and it from my dad more specifically, he was like super hard on me. Like, why aren't you more like them? Why don't you do this? He literally dragged me out of soccer practice because I wasn't playing the way he wanted me to, you know? And so, like as a young boy, like getting jerked around and fucking thrown in the car and like yelled at for, for literally playing soccer. Like I'm out on the field getting abused for it, you know, and not like, you know, I'm not getting like beat to a pulp, but it was like, it was very emotionally taxing for me, you know, as a young kid. Um, And so like, I, I can resonate with you on that, Stephen. And I went through a breathwork journey one time and you know how people say like they hallucinate through meditation and breath work and stuff like that's very much a thing. <laughs> so yeah. I've, I've never experienced that fully up until like, I a- wish Theodora was on. because She would talk about it. Yeah. Well, she might, she might show up. Right. Yeah. Um. But I never experienced that fully until like a year ago. And I had a similar moment to what you just described where So like when I was a kid, man, I was like pretty much what Nika described, just dancing, flowing, jumping up and down. I had this thing where I was obsessed with being a daredevil when I was a kid. So I would always (laughs) climb up on the piano bench, onto the piano, onto like this thing that was above the piano, and I would jump off. And there was like just enough room for like a three-year-old to be up there between the roof and the shelf, you know? And I would get up in there and I'd be like crunched up and I'll just jump off and land on some pillows because I thought I was a daredevil. (laughs) And so like that version of myself during this breathwork session, he was just a little kid, you know, in his diaper bouncing around. And back then I always had a buzz cut and I let my bangs grow out a little bit for whatever reason. I didn't <laughs> see a uh, picture of that. Yeah, dude, I'll find one for you. I'll send it to you. My mom probably has them. But um, I remember I was like holding <laughs> myself in my arms like this. And in this hallucination or whatever it was, I don't know, this different state, Yeah, myself, bro. this kid is looking up at me like, what? Like, what are you here to tell me? And I'm just like, dumbfounded that I'm holding myself in my arms and I'm looking at myself and I'm like, this is insane. (laughs) And he, he keeps looking at me. He's like, what bro? Like, what are you here to tell me this kid? (laughs) And so I just started telling him, I was like, man, you are so cool. Like you are a great person. You're a great kid and whatever you want to be and do and have and create like anything that you want, you should do and have and be because you're great. You're a cool person. You don't need to be anything else. And I just started like preaching to myself like that. And dude, I was like bawling my eyes out, talking to myself (laughs) as a three-year-old. It was the most profound thing ever. But um, I, to translate that into like modern times, I, I put a lot of thought into that. And I was like, man, how can I like, like say we're fast forwarding 10 years from now, how can I make this version of myself uh like 10 years from now, what would I say to this person, right? You know? Mm-hmm. And so I've been like really trying to tune in with different frequencies and mindsets. And one thing that I've been really playing with is like, how can you build yourself up to a state that's unfuck withable, right? And Steven, you know, like the gym is really good for that. Like going for runs, anything physically demanding, uh, making money is always good. Um, You know, just things that will put you in a high-frequency state and base who you are off of that frequency. So get yourself to the highest peak state and be like, this is who I am and identify with that. That way, like, when you're just going through the mundane bullshit of life and you're just going through the motions and everything seems so gray and pointless it gives you something to be like oh this isn't even who i am i got to reach that peak state because that's that's mm. dylan that's who he is and so i've been like with the last three weeks man really playing with that idea and just like how can i get in a peak state let's go like 24 hours a day striving for a peak state so like if you're following me on instagram you're seeing me up at 4 a.m every day yeah read journal gym And then I work all day and I come home from work, dude, and I hit the gym again, because that seems to get me in that state. And uh, I'm trying to build a life where I have more time to never leave that state. And uh, because I know like as an artist, art really brings me to my highest self, you know. So I basically want to just work out and paint pictures and play music all day. And that's the life that I'm building for myself, you know
0: fucking beautiful man thank you for sharing that that vision that you had um and it's so great to hear that you experienced that too because there's something so profound about (laughs) excuse me going back in like time and like seeing yourself and like when you have that interaction you come out of it and you feel in a way internally healed there's something about you that's different walking out of that
2: it yeah. was like okay cool i got that off my chest like i needed yes. to say that yes but even more so i needed to hear that and yeah. it's like i did both and i just got it off my yeah. chest it,
0: it's like yeah i needed to hear it like i needed this i needed to i needed to experience younger versions steven seeing me like and knowing that it's okay and experiencing that and like that like needed to happen to like advance with my healing journey and now I, I'm really curious if Nika had an experience like that too
1: yeah I think just like the childhood trauma thing is like where a lot of us like a lot of our problems stem from to be honest and even just like when you're talking about your parents still like all of our parents like whenever they're going through like something I just look at them as like little kids or if anyone's like going through something I just imaginely like visualize them as a little kid like having a meltdown throwing a tantrum or like whatever that that kid goes through and it kind of helps me like not take it so personally because really it's just like people are just projecting and reflecting things right and so like yeah yeah, I think a lot of the times when I'm like trying to heal little things it's that vision of yeah just nurturing my inner child or be like what do you need like you know what what do you want kind of thing and giving that that part of me attention so that's a powerful like meditation for For healing, for sure.
2: I want to add on to that real quick. um, Because I think it is important, like, for anyone who is still dealing with their parents in a negative way like that, like, I've grown to, like, my parents had me when they were young. So, like, I am the age that they were when they had me. So, I'm just imagining, like, if I didn't, if I wasn't so devoted to myself and personal development and i just had a kid at this age man i would have fucked that kid up tremendously you know and so i try and just think about like man they were just young they were just kids and like they were doing their best and i literally cannot blame them for anything i can thank them for doing their best which they did and they did a great job you know like all this trauma and stuff is like yeah that's a part of life we all have it but ultimately like The understanding that like your parents are just human and they're fucking up just like everyone is and anyone who acts like they got it figured out is just playing the wrong game, I think, you know, so it's like, that's a a really great way to release trauma from your parents specifically is just like, yeah, that happened because my parents are just people, and they happen to be good people for the most part, right? And now it's literally up to me to take complete fucking ownership of my own mentality, my own actions, my own life, and like transcend all that, you know? So I just wanted to make the point of like ownership because like it can be very easy to play the victim and be like, well, this happened to me and that, you know, (laughs) that was said to me and that made me feel this way and whatever. But ultimately, it's way better to just be like, yeah, it did happen. But I'm also right here doing all this awesome stuff, you know?
0: Yeah. And that's that's another thing to consider, right? It's like forgiving your parents for just being people and trying their best in that situation. Because my parents were young too. Yeah. So, um, They were doing the best that they could in their situation. And they're fucking humans. So they're going to make mm-hmm. mistakes. But at the end of the day, they do everything out of their love for you because they're your kid. They're like, they love you. Um, and they want what's best for you but a lot of times like you know the way they reciprocate that love isn't like uh isn't received in the same light um so you like interpret it differently and it, you know it, it happens but yeah it's it's all about forgiving them for their mistakes and recognizing that they're people and that they tried their best and that you know everything worked out anyways so
2: an interesting yeah. thought on that too is like they grew they were born and raised in a completely different time so their like way of life and the things that they knew worked their whole life just don't fucking work anymore you know nope. as far as like as far as just the step step-by-step, by step the step by steps to success that shit is not even relevant to the modern world so um yeah love them accept them be thankful that you have them and stuff but like you don't necessarily have to listen to them either
1: (laughs) yeah that's what I was gonna say I think it's just kind of like going back into like with processing your traumas and being in a state when okay we're not kids anymore now we get to reparent ourselves you know we get to make decisions for ourselves and I've been thinking about like personal sovereignty lately that word is just kind of been my mantra and like Like personal sovereignty, body sovereignty is just basically like owning, just owning yourself. Like knowing that other people you're responsible for how you act, the decisions you make, the truths that you agree to. You know, like if somebody tells you something and you choose to believe that, that's on you. Like Mm -hmm. you get to choose what you believe and are get like saying yes to. And kind of the same thing with how people are reacting, like you're choosing how that's going to affect you and you're choosing to let that energy into your life. Like you can love them from afar, but you don't have to like allow that into your life. You know, if somebody is going through like such a big trauma where it's just harming them and it's not in alignment with where they want to be, what they want to do, it's like honor them for who they are and where they're at. But like, yeah, make that decision for yourself and reclaim that sovereignty. So I think that's really important as well. Yeah, Yeah, that's
2: brilliant. Yeah, job, you
1: dude. have
0: to be you have to be your own person and you have to like do what's best for you and um yeah, that's really important stuff um, and that's that's like something that comes with your healing journey too. It's like really realizing that you're your own person and you have to do what's best for you and sometimes like doing what's best for you isn't what's best for like your loved ones. so you kind of have to go off on your like own path. And it's like, I love you guys, but I have to do this. I have to do this, to, like be better. And I want to be better for me. And I want to be better for us. And the rest of the people that are going to be down our bloodline, because there's so much like, there's also generational trauma to overcome too, right? The trauma that you receive from your parents, the trauma that you receive from your grandparents, your great grandparents, and all those people down the line. Like you think about it. So like, um, I don't know, like Nika, you're Hawaiian,
1: no um I was born in the Philippines.
0: You're born in the Philippines. Okay mm-hmm. so like there's a there's probably a bunch of generational trauma that has happened over there with the yeah. lineage that goes on there and Dylan you're probably some european like your people had to come here and like travel across the atlantic over this over this like you know this period of time and they probably people probably fucking died on the boat on the way over here, but your people survived. And like, you know, I'm like Aztec and like come from the Spaniards too. So it's like this, like, uh, you know, group of like surviving wars and these plagues and all this stuff. And I'm here. And then my dad fucking crossed the border and, and then, you know, didn't even speak the language and had to learn that. So I had to carry that trauma over. So there's all this shit that you're just given. And, and you have to like, you're like, Oh, So I have my own trauma and I'm just like energetically holding on to all these other people's trauma that you like, just, Hey, this is, this is yours now. And like, people don't understand that, but that's like what the deal is. And like, then you can see it. Like that, like you see it in your family. Like I see it like, like in their eyes I'm like, Oh my God, like they're carrying all this like energy that they don't know how to release. And I feel so bad Mm -hmm. for them, but I'm like aware of it. So I'm like releasing it, releasing it, releasing it. And so that's something that just has like, is so important, but people don't, realize that when they're like going about life like they don't know why they have this like negative energy but it's like you have like also generational trauma that you need to release like so I think about like I think about like all the time like my dad like my all my family having to like come to this country learn the language like work really hard like that is like carried on to me um yeah so yeah I don't know if maybe Nika I'm sure you experienced something similar
1: yeah that's a huge one and I think that's just part of like wanting to like not disappoint your family and you know, but at the same time like needing to own your truth and follow your path is um a tough one to navigate because yeah my grandparents literally work fast food places like their whole life so they can bring us to America from the Philippines, you know, and like sacrifice their happiness and personal goals just to fulfill like us. So then I have so much gratitude for that. Um at the same time it was kind of being like, okay, I have to make sure I'm like sticking true to what I want and not just being like saying yes because they think that's what's best for me but recognizing that like okay it's just what they know and yeah like you said gratitude and forgiveness is a really big one and a big one to start if you like that's a hard place to go it's just like the hono Pono from Hawaiians you know they just like it's like I love you I forgive you thank you you know I think there's one more but it's just basically repeating that you know like thank you I forgive you I love you um, and just starting from that place, and that can be really powerful. But forgiveness is a, a huge one because like you're that's a big energy if you're like having a lot of that, you know, like storing that that um unforgiveness that's taking up a lot of the energy you could be using for other things and also like it's imprisoning you and it's poisoning you. So like, and plus, even though even if like those people have passed, like it's just one of those things that you're saying, like generational, just releasing. Yep. um yeah so there you
0: go. Yeah, the go yeah the generational thing was a big one for me too was like learning that you know you have your family's gone through all these hardships to be here like all this like so many bloodlines like had to survive to bring you to this moment and you think about it, it's really powerful because you realize like how much work needed to be done to put you here and it makes you one like want to like get better because you realize oh like everyone went through all this shit and like i'm here there's no fucking like so like vanilla cream in my latte and i'm gonna be upset about it (laughs) (laughs) so so um yeah like makes you want to be better because like you realize the hardships and it also like makes you helps you release energy too because you're like you become aware of it um so yeah that's 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 a really good topic to talk about um so we're gonna we're gonna wrap up. That was a really good talk, um, Dylan. Do you have any parting words?
2: Um, maybe. If, Nika, do you? <laughs> you can go first.
1: Um, just to tie all of this in, what kept coming up for me is just like the hero's journey. You know, it's like that popular story that we saw. Like this main character gets called to go into this adventure. And they go through a series of challenges in their life. And then they overcome these challenges and come out into this hero and come out stronger. So I think just like looking at that when as we go through life, you know, each of us has our own unique story. We're that hero in that journey. And we're going through all these things to shape us so that we can come back with like this new profound wisdom. Um, and so just think about that as you're going through like your trauma and overcoming it. That it's like shaping you to be who you are so you can serve the people you're meant to serve. So you can feel like the past lineages and then make your ancestors proud by knowing that like you are that main character. You are like you have a place in this world. Um, and I think people need to remember that because like sometimes we're born into like places where we're like, oh, people are richer, higher above of, like higher above of us. I can't say that word, like better status than us. And we think they're above us. But just remember and reclaim that sovereignty that no, this is your story. You're a hero in it and you're overcoming these challenges for a reason.
0: That's yep. It. Well said. Thank you. Yeah. Dylan, anything?
2: Yeah, man. Like I just wanted to touch on the uh generational trauma and like the belief system around that. Because like, although that's very true. I'm under the impression that the mind and the brain is like, and even the body, like the connection between them is like the world's greatest supercomputer. And you can literally program it just with your thoughts and your own belief systems. And so like, I personally don't believe in any hereditary diseases or anything like that. I don't believe anything was passed okay. down to me whatsoever. I think, yeah. Yeah if on a, on the physical plane, like maybe generation after generation after generation, like traits were passed down through experiences, but I don't believe that in my body, in my being, in my mind, I have generational trauma to overcome. I think it's simply like what I choose to accept or not accept. And, uh, so like for me, dude, like people think I'm absolutely fucking crazy. Cause I'm like, no under no circumstance, will I ever go to the hospital, you know, and it's like, because I literally don't believe I'll ever be sick, ever. And like, of course, I take the precautions. I'm not like smoking cigarettes and eating fast food and watching Netflix all the time, you know, but it's like, I believe that if you give the body what it needs, it will not need modern day, you know, medicines and whatever philosophies and stuff. So just be careful what you accept and what you believe. That's my parting words. Literally just understand that fucking cancer is not even real unless you want it to be, you know? Like yeah. if you're like worried and scared about getting cancer, yeah, you're just manifesting that for yourself. Personally, I'll never get cancer. I don't even believe in it. I certainly don't believe in COVID-19 or any of that bullshit. So I'm good. I'm safe from <laughs> that, you know?
0: Yeah. <laughs> I guess I guess to be clear like the generational trauma like it's not like directly passed down like I don't I like you said I don't think it like passes down but like like the hardships that like you feel like you feel what like for example like my my grandmother grew up with like a very tough childhood and stuff so like you feel that coming off of her when we like talk to her like just when she talks about like stuff that's happened i'm like i feel it from her and i think it's just because i'm an empath and i'm like energetically tuned in because like um you know you're just aware so i yeah. feel that trauma from her and that like is like kind of reciprocated on onto me because she's like telling me about it and like putting that onto me so right. that's what I mean by it or like if I speak to my abuela she tells me about like like the hardships that she had to go through like to come here and then what she's had to go through to like maintain her and the family here that I can feel and that's like that trauma that is in your bloodline that you want to let you you want to emit the that energy outward and be like a healing energy and and like say no like that shit stops with me that's not happening anymore like those hardships so yeah yeah cool and then one last thing nika do you want to shout your coaching program out
1: um yeah so you can follow me at passion fit stop on instagram and i'll just be posting all my offerings today
0: Cool, and I'll I'll tag you guys both in the description. Um, so yeah, listeners, if you got this far, thank you so much for coming on. I'm so grateful that you stuck with us through this conversation. I hope you got something beautiful out of it because I certainly did, and I hope the other two guests did. Um, yes, t- tune in for the next one next month. Um, be on the lookout for some awesome podcasts dropping in the next couple weeks, and uh, catch you guys next time on the Ascension Show. Thanks so much, everybody. Peace.